Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 890 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live on an icy Wednesday here in Austin, Texas. That's no matter for James Dean Raider or myself. Ben Askren and Shane Sparks would be laughing at this weather, but here is the big deal. You get a little precept, Shane, gets a little chilly. Are, People get a little <laughs> nervous. I will say this. If this show goes out in the middle... It, we lost power. There is power has been flickering the entire what? morning since we've been here. So it's it's ice. It's not snow. It's thick. There's like probably a okay. half an inch of ice frozen on everything. So, so it's gonna take down the power lines or what? It already it, it, it has. Yeah, Kozak, places all over Austin. Kozak uh, doesn't have power. A bunch of people don't have power. The piles and the Raiders do for now. And so does uh, our offices here in in the Springdale studio. But we got a lot to get to. I mean, what a what a show we have, and we're we're lucky enough to have Shane on today. Um, he was at the Duel of Duels last week. I'm sure we're going to get into that. Um, maybe we start with that. Uh, should we start with that, Shane? Just your your overall thoughts on the duel, being there at the venue. Um, just yeah, take it away. Uh, first things first, Penn State. Nobody does it better than than them as far as putting on a presentation of an event. I mean, they are so good. Nobody, I mean, they are on a level by themselves. Mm. And and one thing they, I'll just go on this quick. The, the one thing they do that I think is so important, like awesome. And I don't know if high school teams ever do this. They probably don't. And it's probably just harder to do. But they, they brought in the 2013 team, recognized them. They had, the dance team was there. The band was there. The... Rose Bowl team was there, and I think there was another team. Like, and, and what they do is like they bring them up on the stage, and but but what it does is it brings in probably like two hundred extra people to the dual meet. Like, mm-hmm. it's just such an. I mean, it's just to me they market. They just do such a good job marketing there. So that that's quite frankly what really stood out to me more than anything is how good of a job they do. But obviously with the wrestling, I mean, I think the wrestling was. I I always hate predictions, as you guys know. But that that match was pretty predictable, I think. I mean, outside yeah, of Marco yeah. Vespa coming out and taking Spencer Lee down out of the gate, that got my attention. That was not um, on my bingo card either. Yeah, yeah, not. yeah, not on my bingo card either. But uh, yeah, I mean, Roman Bravo Young gets the big pin at 33, 41 and 49. Was, was I mean, those were the two matches I was super intrigued by. Iowa gets both of them. 57, you knew that was going to be close. 65 was going to be close. Um, mm-hmm. 
uh, no Abe Assad, you know, so that, that, you know, that made a difference. I mean, as far as what the team score ultimately was going to be. Mm-hmm. And then I think for me, um, Max Dean and Kirk Fleet dominating, dominating was, uh, I mean, that was probably another one of the big takeaways. Those were, uh, those, I don't want to well, say they weren't competitive. That wouldn't be fair, but those were dominating wins for those guys. The bar for dominance has definitely been lowered if Max Dean dominated yes. Jacob Warner. Max Dean did not, no takedown. He did not score a takedown. He didn't, he didn't have to. I, yeah, I know he didn't have oh, to, but yeah, it's not. if you but, can't take someone down, it's not dominant. Oh, I. If you can't turn them. It looked like a dominating. I, I, I think you can dominate somebody 2 nothing. Uh, I, think, I, I strongly disagree. Yeah. I think well, you can win the match. To, I think to find domination, like Jacob Warner never had, like there was never a Jacob Warner is going to win this match moment or could win. Honestly, yeah. if you read the definition that's, that's, of domination, domination. Go listen read to this. Someone read the definition. He please. said, this, you're going to hate it, Ben, because it's going to sound like the exercise of control over someone or something or the state of being uh, so controlled. He just kind of controlled yeah, I think the that situation. About sums it up. And let me ask you, Christian, in that day, and I'm just talking about, and I love Warner, but in that particular match, that fits the billing. And my guess is, Christian, that there's a, uh, my guess there is, with that definition, there's a picture of Max Dean riding him. Is, am I, tr- I mean, I'm just assuming wow. there is. <laughs> no, there's not. There's yeah. not. He dominated him. Dominated Warner was him in a all but away. And- yeah, I still maintain he was, he was so close to getting away. He did away almost there. get away one time. No, yeah. I mean, guys, two nothing is not to have domination. Otherwise, pretty much ninety percent of wrestling matches are, are two points or more because you can only win by one point. That's the only point margin less than two points is one point because you cannot tie someone. So uh, the notion that a two point win is a domination is preposterous. Um, come on, Ben. No, Shane, you come on, Shane, you come on. I mean, I'm not. I'm. I'm saying like ten points is domination. Maybe you could maybe convince me like six or seven, like close to a major. But no, nah, no, it's not not dominant. Friday night's performance, Max Dean, no, dominated no. that match. He didn't get a takedown. Ro- Roman Bravo takedown. Young, Roman Bravo Young, to me was the that was uh, domination. Aaron Brooks, that was domination. There's examples of domination, and Max Dean was not it. I would say domination is like you, your opponent can't do anything against you to the positive. Yeah. They can't score. They can't. Yeah, well, to your point, it's and he, not even like, and you can, like, and also on the other flip, you can do whatever you want to okay, them. Okay, okay, yes. there you go. It's not even like Max Dean was able to turn him over. Okay, or get yes. really uh, close. I'll to tell you what, turn. I'm a reasonable guy. I'm a Hold reasonable on. guy. I will, I will no, tell you, this. you, Shane. I'll tell you this. You are actually in not top position. You're not reasonable. Him in the top position. You still think Anthony Robles? No, <laughs> Ben. Ben, no. He changed his mind. Moratorium. He changed his mind. No. There's, there's some oh, moratorium you're not on all Robles That's my case in point, Shane. Unreasonable Shane. That's what we're calling all of them. He dominated him in the top position, but we'll 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 move forward. I mean, but he didn't even dominate him because listen, if I if I can't turn someone, I will tell you my personal standards. If I can't turn someone, man, I'm, I'm disappointed with myself. That is not that mission. Let alone put him flat. I want to I want to put him flat. My my guy KB Kurt Backus was on Twitter saying uh, a tech ball should be more than a pin. The only reason these losers tech ball people is because they can't put their shoulders down. That's <laughs> it, guys. Losers, you ben. can put their shoulders down. You would never get the fifteen points because you got their shoulders flat. Don't don't <laughs> name call. Don't, don't call people. Yeah, losers. I mean he turned him last year. Obviously, he didn't turn him this year. But I mean those those two matches were. Um... But think yeah, about this, Shane. Let me let me even. I'm going to take this a step further for you. This, so the essence of folk style wrestling, specifically, is I can dominate you to the point where I can put both your shoulders on the mat 
and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. I'll put them both flat. The referee will say one, two, pin, it's over. Okay, so in order to get near fall, you got to get halfway there. You got to turn them from flat on the mat on their belly to 90 degrees, get them a little past it. The ref then will start counting. Max Dean couldn't even do that. He couldn't even turn them halfway to a pin. Yeah, you, I was couldn't impressed with Max halfway. Dean. Couldn't even turn them halfway over. Max Dean's riding is his anticipation, his pressure. Like, he's going to be a tough out, man. As you, well, yeah. I, I mean, obviously, understatement, you know, the most obvious statement of the show so far. But uh, it was good. You know, now, now we'll see what kind of adjustments they make in the next month leading up to Big Tens. Oh, for sure. But, there was a uh, – so the, the ensuing conversation after – after the duel was about the sort of lack of scoring, lack of activity, and that kind of trickled into the coaches' brands' press conference. I loved it. Yesterday. 13 minutes of pure gold. It's good. It's good. Um, I don't know. Are we, are we going to play it? Do we want to play it? Uh, All yeah, 10 minutes? I sent it to No, time. not the whole thing. Um, the very beginning was, uh, was about the – so, well, you'll just listen. He gets asked if they should change it to freestyle. But – And you're going to tinker with rules and go to freestyle? Well, again, I mean, are, are you okay, though, that there's not as much? I'm not okay with um, a little bit of scoring ever. Um, wrestling's a tough sport. Um, we want to promote scoring. We want to promote action. I don't think promoting action's the solution. I think promoting scoring is the solution. I think it starts right here with the philosophy of the program. Um you know, tough situations, sometimes they get really sticky as far as points being scored. And that's a job of a coach or an athlete to blow the doors open. To, to, to react and go to freestyle is a, is a, is a silly, silly solution. Um, I look at the best wrestlers on the planet. They gather in Las Vegas and there's 3,000 people watching them. I mean, we have the best wrestlers on the planet and it's deep. These brackets are deep, and there's 3,000 people watching, and, and it's freestyle. And I'm not taking anything away from freestyle. Freestyle's done a great job of changing their rules. Um, you know, they kind of got off track there with the two out of three period wins and when there were two-minute periods. And um, But you'll get a strong opinion for me that riding time needs to stay, um, seven-minute matches need to stay, College wrestling is strong, evidenced by the television. I think that's probably good. Yeah. Um, so, well, I have a lot of thoughts. I know Shane has a lot of thoughts. Um, Let's hear them. Well, one, uh, my, my first thought is I don't think anyone I, – I think there are people that would like to see it change to 
freestyle, but I think that's a really, really small number of people. I think what the majority of people are actually asking for is not switching from folk style to freestyle, which I have to say I think would be a disaster because there's a trickle down not only NCAA, yeah. but I think there's a huge scholastic impact that would be to the negative. Yes. One. But two, the main thing is all we're asking for actually is just some subtle changes, little tweaks, sensible movement towards the direction of offense. You look at the NFL, okay, for years, all they've been doing is making subtle. They haven't thrown out the playbook. They've added changes to make it so it's easier to score. So more more scoring is thing. They put the fans first and said, hey, people don't like these 9-6 run-the-ball defensive struggles, right? They want to see offense, okay? Major League Baseball. One of the most tradition-rich things. They got rid of the – they're getting rid of the shift this year. They're not letting you stack seven people on one side of the field so you can get this guy out. They want more hits. They're saying, hey – Why not? That seems – oh, that's terrible. Hold on. Hold on. Let me go. Let me go. You know why? You know why? Because (laughs) fans – people like Shane don't like it, but fans, the broader – the general audience that you're trying to please hates it. Okay, they're also having a pitch clock because these these superstitious pitchers oh, take forever to get rid of the ball, throw the mind. ball. <laughs> these are all th- all decisions rooted with offense, scoring, and fans in mind. So what we're so these are the things that those sports are doing, and all we're saying we're not saying switch to freestyle. We're saying Some you shouldn't you shouldn't on top. You shouldn't be able to run out of bounds with impunity. Okay, that's what we're saying. You shouldn't be able to just sit on an ankle or just ride on top and no no points. No one likes it. No one likes it. I agree. There's very little argument that people like the the riding just to ride. That is just not in general very entertaining. And that's a broadly held view. So I think to change it to a freestyle, I think he's right. Yeah, no, you shouldn't change it. But also you can't correlate do you think that NCAs is sold out because of the style of wrestling that it is? No, that's not, not it. You have these giant athletic brands behind it, and people, you have Penn State and Iowa and these huge, huge programs. And yeah, it is it is wrestling's Super Bowl. It is the best event, but it's not because of the amazing rules of folk style. Um, I think there is a portion of it, and I think there is a portion of the fan base that if it switched to freestyle, they'd be like, uh, I don't really know what this is anymore. But um, I, I think it's somewhere in between. No, you don't change it to freestyle, but we should be a sport that is making changes uh, along the way to improve the product for fans. And I think that there's no real argument that just riding on top with no intention, with no intention of turning, no intention of turning None. is not is not good. Is not a good product. And you could say, "Well, get off the bottom." Okay, yeah. You, then now you sound like the little league coach that just says. Get up, right? It's not. It's not that simple. It's not that simple. So that was my, that was my thoughts listening to it. I don't really disagree with anything you said. So uh, wow, we can move on. I think if you want. Well, I, I, I got. I know Shane's I got a couple chambered. Shane, Shane does not concur. Well, a couple things. We are. I, there, I mean, I love everything he said in that. I mean, I there's not one thing that I would disagree with with what Tom said. One thing I love more than anything, and again, this is just kind of my life philosophy, and it's, again, maybe it's too much. Like, honestly, I mean, I think too much of anything is probably not a good thing. And I got too much of something in me, and that is figure it out. 
Okay. That's mm-hmm. how I'm wired. I will always be figuring out. I will always be looking in the mirror and fix the problem. Um, and I do agree with him that it does start in that room with the athletes. Okay. Because here's the couple things. Um, I'm going to go on. I'm trying to, first of all, with that match in particular, okay, that match in particular, you got, and there weren't, I guess, a lot of one, there weren't any one, two matchups. But when you look at Iowa, real quick, Spencer Lee, no issues with scoring. I know DeSanto's gone. He was Are you sure he's not? Scoring. I don't think Spencer's that good at scoring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got, I mean, Real Wood scores points. Okay. Mirren's. Mirren this season has scored more. Stop, stop. I'm just giving stop you Ben. I'm just giving you facts. No, I'm just no. giving you so there's no facts okay. here. Big Cassiope, Cassiope's been pinning a lot of guys this year. Abasad has scored quite a few points. Patrick Kennedy scored quite a Ben, look at this. I mean, these these are facts. Yeah. Okay. Those guys score points. When you look at Penn State, RBY scores points. Um uh Brooks. Kirkley scores points. Kirk. Aaron Brooks scores points. Starach doesn't score a ton of points all the time. What I'm saying is, like, you can't take one dual meet and be like, oh, man. So, now, let me say this. How come, Ben, how come, and I don't remember every match of your career, but I'll throw you you into this group. Do it. Jason Nolf, Zane Rutherford, Bo Nickel, David Taylor, Ed Ruth, Ben Askren. Like, how come the great guys don't – how come – I'll take two, two things. How come the great guys don't have issues with it? And to take it one step further, how come guys like I just mentioned in folk style or freestyle, they score points in both? I think it really is the athlete's mentality. I, I think that's I think that's 75% of it is the athlete themselves like going out, taking risks, not being afraid to give up a takedown. Like I, I think it's 75% the athlete. And yeah, the rules. Yeah, sure. But like I said, you t- you, you take all the good people, they, they all figure it out, they all score, regardless of style. I think it's more of a mentality. So, uh, um, well, I don't, I, don't, I don't know exactly which point I'm arguing with because um, I don't necessarily disagree with anything you said there. Um, so, obviously, when there's skill discrepancy, like so when Max Beard, who wrestles him, who sucks, he scores. Uh-oh, Shane going out? You oh. see that? You good, you, Shane? You keep going, Ben. Can you hear like, me? Let Tyler look at his it face. It's so funny. It's so distracting. It's like, <laughs> what? I'll come. Shoot. Oh my God. This is awesome. Look at him go. What in the world? That should be a meme. I don't even okay. think that's a glitch. Uh, that's just, that's just, that's just, Shane's that's how movements. he's moving right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Shane's so, robot. um, when, when there's a large level of skill discrepancy, it, it is easy to score points. That's why when you mentioned, uh, say, me or Nickel or Nolf, um, there's a large skill discrepancy with almost anyone, and we can go out and score points. Um, it's when things get a little bit tighter that people, uh, they clam up and they're less, they're more adverse to taking risks. So Max Murin hasn't had more than a two-takedown match against a tough opponent maybe in the last five years, I, I, right? It just doesn't happen. I guess someone who sucks, he'll go get them. And the same thing can be said with a uh, Jacob Warner, a Basad, a lot of these. So Iowa style in particular, is, and unfortunately, a lot of the Penn State guys are falling into this trap too. Is set up to minimize risk by only doing very simplistic moves and not being able to wrestle through positions. And so when they do wrestle against someone really good, it's very very difficult to score because it is hard to get the other good position out of uh, the other good person out of position enough to make it so it's easy to score points, if that makes sense. So 
Yes, Max Murin is scoring points against guys who suck, but when you put him in a match against someone good. And they don't suck. I hate it when you say that. Okay. Um, suck in comparison to the level of competition that we are dealing with. Okay. Is that one guy is a top 10, top 12 guy. The other guy is a number 80. That That is a large discrepancy in skill. Um, but when, Max Murin hasn't had a two plus, more than two takedown performance against someone really good in years. Right. And that's with a lot of these guys. And so, yeah, when you put them in these big matches and guess, guess where the most fans are watching, most fans are watching the most competitive matches, the really good ones. And so that's when we're seeing these issues. And I don't necessarily see, I mean, I I don't see a huge issue with the product, probably besides the top stuff um, where I think if you just called stalling, it would be fixed. So I don't really see a huge issue. I think if you just called stalling a little more top, the problem is fixed, and yes, certain guys are not as offensive, and and you know people aren't going to be as big of fans of them. It's that simple. Yeah, I mean, I'd agree with you. And, I, and the other thing I love that Tom Brand said, and I I love this too. Like, I want scoring. We all want scoring. I, I'm with I, I'm with you. It's just like, but let's not overreact. Let's yeah. let's call stalling a little quicker on top. We're good. Like, yes. we're good. Yeah, I would. I'm in I, with that. I also. I don't know if you can correlate like sport health necessarily with like the hot the the viewership numbers for like one duel or just like basically there's yes. two major events in the sport. It's Iowa versus Penn State and then there's Well that's not hmm. true, Christian, because now I mean like Wisconsin and you know, I don't love them, uh, but they did fifty five hundred fans versus yeah. Iowa. Iowa's selling out every match. There's uh, uh we State just had uh Michigan, Michigan State had a, a ton of people there about yeah. three weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. There, the there's a lot. I mean, if, if you did, I mean, if you just did the number of college dual meets that, that outperformed the U S open or world team trials, oh, yeah. it's like, it's, it's probably like a hundred of them. I mean, oh, there's more. a lot of more. more? Okay. A lot. So, I mean, the big the number's big, right? So yeah. these college, these college teams are figuring out how to promote their product and get good crowds yeah. in there. And so it is. Uh, it is popular. The Big Tens will likely be either sold out or close to sold out. The Big Twelves had a really good attendance last year. So there are a lot of these folk style matches. I yeah. would say, obviously, like Vegas, Midlands, and and Scuffle, like they do struggle to kind of fill their stands. But the other ones are, and, and I think that's a factor of <laughs> not to get on this topic. It's a factor of they're an all day thing versus like a, a two hour time two show. Hours, yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, um, yeah, no, I don't disagree. Definitely uh, more fan interest, especially in venue for, um, for collegiate wrestling. Okay. So I mean, I'm with you guys. I mean, yeah, it would have been nice to see more scoring, no question. But I, I mean, not every, you know, not every sporting event is going to be an instant classic. So yeah, yeah, there were, yeah, it, it is what it is. I mean, see, you know, see what happens moving <laughs> forward. You know, JD, I love this Facebook chat right now. Yeah. What? Someone said first to ten, and then you said terrible. Some match going forever, and then someone else said fix Seriano yeah. and that rule instantly. Instantly, first to ten. Can you imagine? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It'd be that every be days, bad. literally days. Maxine would still be riding Warner. Still be <laughs> that was a hard ride, man. Uh, yeah. Moving hey, I on. just looked at these Zagreb brackets. Mm-hmm. Did you realize that at? 60 was it 61 65 um sebastian rivera and nick lee wrestled first round mm-hmm. yeah it always happens that's like crazy that. who I won know. that uh nick, nick lee. lee killed him and then and nick then lee got killed by musakayev so then sebastian's out but we had a lot of americans because we had nick lee sebastian 
Uh, Evan Harrison, obviously American. Sebastian's not American in this tournament. Wow. You know what I'm saying. He's from New Jersey. He ain't no Puerto Rican. <laughs> uh, and then you had McKenna wrestled Fine Silver first round and put him out. Well, actually, he's not American McKenna in this bracket. Stop. Well, we had a bunch of, uh, you know, uh, people who live in America represent other countries, not uh, at this tournament. So, Listen, it's a UW, Americans, well, it's a UW. They they're not. They putting, got a passport, bro. They got a passport. They're American. <laughs> they're uh, well, the UWW is not like putting Americans versus Americans. It's it's literally. What are your guys' happen. thoughts on that? You probably talked about that before. I'm assuming. Yeah. Like anybody? I, what's up? I have no issues with it. I have no issues. I love it. I love more. I love Americans it too. Bracket. I, I love it too. Why not? This guy, this guy, mm-hmm. though. I don't know. Do you want? Do you want our best coaches coaching Not people our best, to beat our Americans? I'll, I'll give them. I'll give them five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I'll give them all those dudes. They can take them all. Put them all in the world championships. I love it. It's what? What if? I mean, it hasn't happened yet. It sort of happened with Miles Amin. Um, yeah, when he qualified the weight, but how? How long before? Well, we'll see. If 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 a Jordan Burroughs, if the next Jordan Burroughs, Kyle Dake says, you know what? I don't want to go through this whole process. I'm Irish. That'd I'm going to awesome. complete for uh, no I one. Would. No, Shane. Yeah. Yep, I love it. That's even Let's better go, than Shane. I'd rather watch those guys in an Olympic final representing whoever oh, than at baby, the World Team Trial all day. Yeah, that's I, crazy. I can, crazy. Take I'm off that fine. jacket. Take off that jacket yeah. right now, yeah. Shane. <laughs> USA Wrestling. You don't like USA Wrestling. Go ahead. I'll get you. A, I'll have Sion make you a custom <laughs> Irish wrestling jacket. You can wear that every day. We'll get it lined. I'm going to give you a compliment right now. That was a that was fantastic work that you just. That was quick and witty. That was funny. Just, that was well, I, all I can see is this. This you know, you're a spy basically. I don't know whose team <laughs> anyone's on. I know you guys what team see, I'm on. Um, 86, uh, Ishiguru, Japan never's got big, good, good, big guys, but Ishiguru, this guy's beaten, he's beaten Mark Hall, Zahid Valencia, Miles Amin. Uh, um, he just beat Miles, yeah. Uh, he's got, he got some other, I think Nomad or Nomad or Kozak. Um, he beat Amin and Valencia at this tournament. Amin and Valencia, yeah, he's beaten a bunch of yeah. Americans over the years. Oh, he, I think he's beaten Aaron Brooks. Mm-hmm. Uh, really? He beat Aaron Brooks at Junior Worlds. He's really freaking good. Ooh, Amin oh. versus Valencia for third place. Bottom bracket, baby. That's been Amin, uh, or excuse me, Valencia traditionally. So we'll see yeah. what happens um, this time. That, so Mark Hall actually had some good wins. Uh, Valiev and Makoev, I know they're not the best ever, but those are solid wins. But then he got rolled up by Yazdani. Yeah, he's a roller-upper. He yeah, beat Max Dean at 2019, uh, U23s as well. Whoa. Dang. Deep pull from JD. Musakai yeah, teched uh, uh, Nick Lee with, uh, in the most casual. It, it truly is to go to. It's like, he looked so dismissive. It was, it was very disrespectful. Um, <laughs> first period tech fall from the goat. Isn't okay. it incredible when you, I mean, how good people are? I mean, like, like that is insane. Nick Lee is so, so good. And this guy, yeah, he yeah. did not respect You him should watch, bit. you should just look at, if only thing you do is watch this match and look at Musakaya's face, it it's like he's displeased. He's like, with why do I? There. It's almost like why do oh. I even have to go through this song and dance against this person? Stupid question here. Where do I watch it at? Is it on Flow Wrestling? Hey, let's go. 
the the father Kozak we, who lo- lost power has been not uh, he he's got the chop shop firing so you should have some of the American archives there. Okay, video filter. Fans. I need to filter Nick Lee. We'll go Nick Lee. If you go to the dock, I link the match. Yeah. Oh, I got it already. Nice. All right. I'm ready to rumble. He starts it with a 360 double. Just... Uh, we, you know what we we haven't talked about, and it's we're already 27 minutes in the show. The Roman Bravo Young thing was amazing. Oh, yeah. Great job. I want to say a great job, obviously, the Bravo Young family of opening their house and discussing yeah. all the issues. Uh, I mean, that was that took a lot of courage, and that was amazing. And then, obviously, uh, Mark Bader. He's my favorite person ever. He's he's out here crushing some films. I love it. Yeah, he did a great job producing it. Uh, Sean Connell, the editor, he's, he's a guy. I mean, he's done some of our best stuff. He did Austin DeSanto, Vision Quest, um, Bad Blood, Burroughs Dake. He's, he's a very, very talented guy. Um, are, are these films winning awards? Like, um, Bad Cut won an award. <laughs> Bad Cut won an award. Um, I mean, how in the? I mean, that Roman. I mean, it's. I've said this forever, guys. I've always said this. Flo does an amazing job on these films. I mean, they are must see. I mean, these are so good. And I mean, I always the the, the worst part about watching a Flo film is when you when you you know on this one it's like fifty five it minutes. So my <laughs> mental clock is like. Okay, I hate to do this, but I'm going to check to see how much time's left, and it says two minutes. It's the worst yeah. part of watching one of those films because you want more. Those yeah. are so good, and this one I think has got to be in the conversation for the best one ever. It was so good. This was so good, Ben. You bring up a good point. I'm not afraid to say it. I mean, there's parts in that film that choke you up. I mean, when, he's, yeah, when his mom's talking, that that uh, that that part that was really powerful. Uh, I got some some history with people I love with addiction. We probably all do. Yeah. And, um, you know, when, when Mark asked her like, how you doing? And I mean, that, that was a power. Yeah. I mean, that was super. I was glad that made yeah. the, I, I thought that was really awesome. She seems like a very nice lady. And, uh, it took, it took a lot of courage on her part because oh, absolutely it did. Um, it did. You know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that and, was, and, that film was, and, and Roman Bravo young is his perspective. And I, I mean, you talk about a guy that could, He's always again. I'm not. Don't talk to him all the time, but just always like such a good guy. Always in a good mood. You know, at least when I talk to him, he's just he's he's just his perspective for a 24 year old. He's wise beyond his years based on his life experiences. I mean, that guy's gone through some. You know, we talk about like tough stuff in life. Like that guy's mm-hmm. there's, there's levels to tough too, and he's he's very tough. But yeah, check that that and that's being shown on on Flow for free at right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Free people gotta gotta watch it. It's it's remarkable. Yeah, it's please remarkable- do. M- many of you have a great response after the after one day, uh, and hope hopefully it's an inspiration. It certainly is an inspirational story. And man, one so much credit to Roman for getting out of those situations. A lot of tough situations where a lot of people are still there, still kind of down in the the muck and mire of being born into that kind of a. Of, of a situation and family dynamic in that town, et cetera. But then it's like, you think about, there's this really, it's really cheesy song um, by the band Alabama. But I, I love, my parents used to play it all the time. It's called Angels Among Us. It's about, you know, there's, there's basically, there's, there's people on in the world that are, they're, 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 they're literally angels. They're people that are, um, 
just trying to help people. And the number of angels that that Roman had in his life is 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 incredible too. That he had great point. That he had this this granddad who, for whatever reason, was maniacally focused on making him as good as possible on at wrestling and focused there. And he had this one wrestling coach that um, poured so much time into. And then he had this football coach that he lived with yep. and um, their parents. The football and coach it, was the wrestling coach, though. Oh, yeah. He was at, at prior. The, yeah, prior. That's a pretty crazy Pre- story, too. Previously. So he's Roman is just bouncing around, and all these people are just like, you know, the, the idea of just taking a kid into your home that's not your own is like, that's a, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a real commitment, yeah. and that these people say, "I'll take him." I'll take and it, all these people. Kid. He's in high school. Yeah, in, you're taking a high school kid in that you know, and there's a lot that, that goes with that, and you know, so it starts with the credit for for Roman, but then all you just have to be so yep. glad because wrestling gets this gift of Roman Bravo Young because all these people poured into him. Um, yeah. selflessly. And the cool thing, Christian, is he he recognizes that. That's another thing. Yeah. And, and you, you're you exactly right, and I was thinking that, too, before you were, were speaking about this. He had great people in his life that helped him, but he he understands that. Like, he, I mm-hmm. mean, he, uh, yeah, he he knows where he came from. He knows that uh, a lot of people helped him get to where he is. And uh, I, I just, again, goes back to his perspective and his gratitude. It's, it's uh, very sincere. And, uh, man, and the best is yet to come for him. I mean, we all know how I feel about Bo Nickel and MMA. Yeah. And you, you think Roman Bravo Young to the mix. These guys are going to go down as all time. When it's all said and done, these guys are going to be global superstars. Book it. I'm telling you. It's booked. Um, I would say um, it, it's also cool because, like, you know, you can see this with like a, a basketball or NFL players. Like you're hoping for a, a big payoff down the line. You help this kid. It's wrestling. There's no, there's no ulterior motives other than, Helping someone yeah. out of a out of a bad situation, which uh, is great. There's there's a lot of I didn't know. Well, one until Bader was telling me that he did eighth grade twice, and one the one year he basically yeah. he just trained, <laughs> he just trained and played video games for that was for, wild. For a year. That was wild. Yeah, what what a year <laughs> uh, <laughs> for real, right? Seriously, just That's a twelve year old dream, right? There. Yeah, it really is. It's like this is awesome. Um. But how about after his true freshman year, he's like, I, I, I don't know if I want to go back. I don't want to do this. Total fish out of water. And uh, I think he said, mm-hmm. Coach Cody talked, like, not talked him back into it, but got him back out there. And then. Hey, that, that was another one. Uh, I wish I, I should have remembered in the Levi Haynes conversation. It's like, first year RBY versus second year RBY. Way different. Way different. Well, way different. Um, Yeah, he was, he was different. But we never got to really see the full. Final the second year, well, no, the first year one took eighth place. Yeah, but then the second year one was with a three seed. Like he was, he was that year. He was competitive with the best guys in the country. Yeah, right. Yes. I don't know if he would have won for sure. Uh, I don't know if he would have won because there's some of the good guys, but he would have been right in there mixed. That up. was 2020. Uh, right? Rivera dominated him at Big Tens that year. Really, was for me, bad? the it was he was ridden for a really long time. Yeah, that close match with Gross that year, correct? In Wisconsin. Yeah, I think Gross beat him in Wisconsin, but it was really yeah. competitive. He, he, that's he was where he better. walked up to the line. He goes, "I'm this close." Yeah, yeah. I remember the, for for me the that's one right. that I that mean, was cool. The big, the big, uh, the one that I remember really well is um, after tw- 2019 season, he wrestled for the juniors and he lost. Uh, 
Oh my gosh, oh, Gabe, Gabe Tag, Tag. Or, no, or Jamie Hernandez, or J- he, maybe he lost to both of them at the tournament. So I was like, wow, I really, you know, I thought he was going to be a lot better. I can't believe he lost to him. And yeah, and then the next year, you know, he gets a lot better. So yeah, that year, let's see, he beat Ridge Lovett. Um, that was before Ridge yeah. was Ridge. Yeah, that's that's true. But he had, I mean, Ridge, he lost six five to his best uh, one was Gross. DeSanto. Yeah, then he beat the Santa Big Tens and he lost in the finals. So he would have been like probably with the two or three going into NCAAs because Rivera would have beaten Gross on the other semi there. Um, yeah, so he would have been like the two or three going into NCAAs. Like, yeah. let me throw this at you guys. Toss it. What's, uh, what expectations do you have with he? Because he's going right into freestyle, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, so what is the assumption he's going to freestyle for a year and a little bit and then going to fighting after that? Uh, I wouldn't be so sure that he's going to do freestyle for a year. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't think he knows yet. Because I, I look at a guy like okay. him, and, and and you guys watch freestyle wrestling far more than I do, but I look at a guy like him, and there, there's probably nothing that I'd be like, no, he can't do that. That's not going to happen. Like, I could see him doing something crazy. Well, freestyle, he, he can... I mean, freestyle, He's he was always been good at freestyle. And, yeah. And stylistically. He's not a top dominator, so yeah. yeah I think it fits him perfect. In, in the film, he yeah. said he... growing up, all he wrestled was freestyle. Basically, yeah. until like yeah. middle school. Yeah, 57? That, I don't know. I think he, well, listen to me. Basically has to. <laughs> um, I, I think it's possible. Um, I don't think he's bigger. I think Dayton Fix is bigger and made it. Um, That's true. But I don't know. Uh, no. he, I think he's a factor at 57 for sure. I think, he, honestly, I think if he graduates... When when he you know after this year he's already graduated. Well, he's got. I mean, the U.S. Open's only what uh, five weeks or six weeks after he NCAA. Go, so I mean, he should go sixty-one this year. Get get your feet wet. Yeah. You know, try. Can you get on the team, right? And then next year, worry about fifty-seven because one, your teammates already there at fifty-seven. Thomas Gillen, they're like, yeah, they're they're boys and training partners, so you can at least push that down a, a year. Um, but two, like you your preparation around making the Olympic team and making 57 is going to be, you're going to want a longer runway there to get down the right way. Um, if it's possible. And, uh, that's a lot of speculation, but he's for sure, um, a a factor on and freestyle if he makes the jump. But I, what I, all I was going to say is I think he made his biggest jump. Uh, he made a, a good jump from his, um, true freshman year to true second. sophomore year, but he was the five seed. He lost seven two to Rivera. It's unlikely he was. He was league. the five. Who? Sorry, who went through four? Just out of my curiosity. Um, it was Sebastian, then um, would Seth been above him because he gross. beat him? But he, but yeah, gross would have been above him. Uh, Chaz Tucker, Mickey Phillippe. Oh, and then, oh yeah. my gosh! Oh, those yeah. two ain't beating him. Stop. Because Chaz Tucker was undefeated, right? Chaz Tucker is a tough matchup for all those guys. Yeah, because he yeah. was undefeated. He was 31 and 0. 31 and 0. The, yeah, the guy's Tucker. Yep. I totally forgot. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So, anyway, I would say, uh, the, but then the he made the jump the next year, and that's when he won NCAs. To me, the biggest okay. jump. He, he's been improving. Um, and he improved. I mean, you look at him from, from the year he won NCAs, it was kind of a surprise when he beat Dayton. We were kind of like, wow, holy yeah. cow. And he beat him. Um, he wrote him and then two stall points sent it into overtime. It wasn't like in yeah. it. Whereas this year or last year at NCAs, it was a little more, a little more decisive, albeit extremely close. He was, it was shocking to hear yeah. him say, "Been like, 
I never had ridden anybody for two minutes, but as she said it, yeah, I that had was, to. When he said that too, that was wild. Like the first time you ride a guy for two minutes, I mean, that's crazy. Crazy. But yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, hey, great film. Hey, uh, man, I just watched this Moose Kai and Nick Lee match. That, that's about how I look at middle schoolers when I play around with them. <laughs> <laughs> that was not I good. couldn't believe it. That was so bad. He He's was like, like so dismissed, just outright dismissive. Yes. But Nick Lee kind of wrestled a, a terrible strategy also. Like, um, I mean, I'm not saying there's any chance that Nick Lee beats him because Musakaev is really good. But with someone who's got gas tank issues, I feel like you just got to put your hands on him and push him and pull him and take almost no risk in the beginning and, yeah, and try to get out of that first period. Like, yeah, like, you know, with a semi-close score. Ben, did you just tell me that. that you, Ben, Ben, wait a minute. Did I just hear you say that the strategy is to go to this match with no intent to score? No. Yeah, well, there's an intent to score at the second period, but yes, no intent to score in the first period. Uh what point what point were you trying to make there, Shane? I'm just I'm just saying that it's I thought it was all about having hundred percent intent to score all the time. Sometimes That's it's not, not what about I said at all. No, no, no. I didn't say I I've I've never made that statement. I mean, I, I coach a lot of athletes. Um as a fan, that's what I would like to see, of course. Okay. And when a guy has um, a history of not scoring, I would like to be called for stalling because that is. So if I were to tell a guy to go into a folk-style wrestling match and not score for the first period of his hand fight, I would also have an expectation that is against the rules and he may get called for stalling. But I'll, I'll tell you a, a match uh, that I coached a guy. Jack Ganos wrestled this kid named Luke Meckler. They're both in college now. Yeah, and yep. He, he had, his best move was a down block go-behind. So in the first match, he jack shot on him and he got scored. So in the second match, he was like, hey, we're just going to push and push and push. And listen, I I have the intent. He's probably going to call for stalling. That's fine. We're trying to win the wrestling match. Yep, yep. So as a coach and as a spectator, I may have two different views on the topic, but I also understand the rules of wrestling and what might happen. Okay. So it is stalling. Uh, but yeah, so Muzakayev, I would just try to have someone push and hand fight and and – I don't know. Maybe he can go to second period. He kind of got scored on easy when he when Mustakai decided to go, though, huh? Yes, he went. Did you watch went, it, Shane? I, I'll watch it when we're done here. Oh, yeah, oh I, just, I just I just marvel. Like I'll I know exactly. I'll, I'll walk away going, "This is bizarre, like yes. insane to me how good these guys are." Like it, it really is the I, levels so good. that exist in wrestling and where we think when we watch college wrestling, like the level we think those guys are at, and then there's just like. Nick Lee was two-time national champion, like so good, and then and he's this, good at freestyle. I mean, it's he's not good like he's, at freestyle. I mean, he's he's not good. new. Yeah, he's third at the Olympic trials in twenty twenty-one. Yeah, yep. he's he's really good. But he um, does really kind of just keep shooting from from a no tie type scenario, which I don't, I don't know. Well, don't you know, know t- tactically, he kind of um, it kind of undermined him against Evan Henderson. That's why he didn't make final X last year. He was kind of, I think he was beating Evan pretty decisively. And I forget what happened. Evan made it happen, obviously, but yeah, um, yeah, that was kind of, that sticks out, but he's, you know, young in his freestyle career still to it, to an extent, though, not new to yeah. the game. Uh, but yeah, Musakayev, what, what a monster good. for sure. He's really good. Uh, but I would say, to Ben's point, it's like, all right, we watched Yanni Musakayev. Yanni was down 9-0, nearly teched, and then he came back and teched him. So there is an element of you just got to weather this early storm, at least try to give yourself a chance to win. And Ben's advocated for, for stalling in the past. We all have because we've said you should not do any – you should get hit for stalling at least three times in well, the first Spencer period. Lee, for Spencer sure. Lee. 
you should, it, short of turning around and running and seeing if you're faster than him, that that's basically yeah. the tactics you should be employing early against Spencer. I did, um. Mar- Marco Vest, although Marco Vest, I know Marco Vest, but would have went just hard. Get those arms out there, Marco. Get them out there. Don't let them have them. Hey, here's <laughs> a true story, guys. Marco Vespa. I mean, if I'm Marco Vespa, this uh, I'm 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 letting everybody know this. Bottom line is, Marco Vespa wrestled Spencer Lee, and he and he won on his feet. He won. He took he him won down. Never got taken down. He never got taken down. Marco Vespa, he's got the takedown, and Spencer couldn't take him down. Why yeah. did Gary C not wrestle also? Because I was also perplexed by that. I think it was just a they little curveball to throw at you think you're getting one guy. All right, no, you're getting this guy. And I think they go, hey, you got a good cradle. You go for it. Got a little... Can you imagine if he would have locked? I mean, can you imagine? Oh that that would have went down as not. And you guys know I'm always one of these guys like, it's not surprising or shocking because that would have been absolutely <laughs> Mind blowing! Had he freaking found a way to? I mean, that would have been nuts if that would have happened. Think, uh, you, you, think, you think Spencer had a uh, had a little Piccinini flashback there for half a second before Gosh, kicking out? I, I mean, it, it was a really was, similar scenario, right? Yeah, but Piccinini's at least. I mean, Piccinini's all American. No, I'm just saying from a technical perspective. Yeah, it was, it was a single like turning <laughs> okay. off to the cradle, right? Wasn't that what happened in the other one? Mm-hmm. Was yeah. it, I don't even know if did Spencer even get to the shin wizard in this position. I felt like it was low single. And he was, started to turn in and he jumped up right away. He jumped so fast um, yeah. to it. Yeah, it's re- it really it would have been. I mean not, that place. I mean, honest to God, guys, I'm not kidding you. If that happens, the roof literally would have came off that place. Yeah, it would have came off. Take, they would have been resting the rest of the duel in 20 degree weather because that was. <laughs> yeah, that 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 was. That would have been the – and, again, it didn't happen. But I, I think it's safe to say that would have been the the biggest upset in wrestling history. Tyler would right? have had the party of all parties. Mm, yeah. Our producer, Tyler, has been just predict trying to trying to sound like a genius pre- predicting Spencer Lou there, Tom. He's just going to look <laughs> foolish come late March. but um, uh, Eventually he will look foolish. Yes. So I would say um, – oh, I had a question. Do you think – with uh, with with Penn State, was that whole thing scripted? It's like shoot your low level right I think away. So. The foot's gonna be there. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't either. It looked script like it looked like uh, he had a mission. It looked like he knew. What yeah, he, he knew what he wanted to do coming out there. That's crazy. Yes, that's that was. It's one of those things. That, what I like about it is it's like, and I've never been in a fight, but if I was going to be in a fight, I might get destroyed. But I am going to get the first punch. Like that, I will promise you, I'm going to get the first punch, and I better pray to hell it works. Because if it doesn't, you're going to kill me. And that's what it reminds Like, I give him, he threw the first punch. He threw yeah. the first punch, and I love that. Throw, you you got to think that's what fight, every, guys, every athlete's going to try against Spencer Lee, right? Single leg to, because I had one, yeah. little, one little kid on my uh, dual team who's, uh, who he's pretty good. Uh, but he does like a shin wizard and turns in a lot and gets cradled. I'm like, oh, stop. But then I'm like, listen, hey, it happened to Spencer Lee. He's a little better than you. So it's, you know, it happens. But please Don't stop. be too sad. Um, yeah, that was that was a wild, a wild moment for the duel. Probably the wildest by far. Okay. Seriously. All um, right. We got to go somewhere else. Where are we going today? We're going elsewhere. Um, oh, can I tell you a funny story? Yeah, we love them. That's a funny story. Funny story. 
I'm not I'm not gonna out this person, but it just made me think of it when I just said that. <laughs> there was there was uh so we had, I had a van for this duels. So there's there was eleven other people in my van, uh, you know, parents and children. And um the first morning, Saturday morning after the Iowa Iowa Penn State duel, <laughs> we uh we go down to the van and there's a dad and a kid not there. And well, okay, I'm, the, so the guy next to me, he I'm gonna call him and cause we gotta leave. We gotta go to this tournament. And he calls him and he puts it on speaker. He goes, Hey. Hey, where are you? And he's like, huh? And he's like, are you guys coming coming down here? We gotta go. And he's like, where are we going? What? <laughs> he didn't know. <laughs> where are we going? It was great because the only thing we were doing all day was going to wrestling. That was the only thing. He just enjoyed his time during the Penn State Iowa duel meet too much. Oh, <laughs> yeah, gotcha. a little too much fun. A little and banged up. He's like, you ready? Where are we going? oh my gosh yeah i know where we need to go we need to go to the iowa versus oklahoma uh rival so oklahoma and oklahoma state wrestled iowa state and northern iowa both this weekend yes um that's what we're going wife swap yeah (laughs) right wife swap i guess (laughs) um i'm not sure i'm not sure on that one uh oh my goodness so have we talked about well did we talk about the swiderski donkey kicks yet no. Oh, have you prepared a have you prepared a statement? Big Twelve is Fight Club, guys. <laughs> they're just fighting now. They're headbutting. Yeah, they're dislocating elbows. Yeah. Of all the things, I think this is the least bad because yes, it is. Donkey kicked him in the thigh. I don't know what you want to give him a Charlie horse or something. I mean, if you were to try donkey kicking him in the face, I would have a little more problem. But I don't know why he was trying to donkey kick him in the leg. That was kind of weird. Well, he's totally uh, desperate. But, totally desperate. Totally unsportsmanlike. Casey swiderski has got a little bit of temper, I think. I've noticed that in a few other matches. He kind of um, tried to fight Real Woods. Yeah, he probably needs to keep that under control before it gets him in a little more trouble. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, it was definitely the le- least egregious of the thing. But it, it, yes, simultaneously, simultaneously, it's the most obvious one, too. Right, oh, okay. like a headbutt. Yes. A headbutt. You can sort of dis- you disguise it in the elbow thing. It's like, all right, but you're just straight kicking this dude in the ribs. It's like, all right, well, that's <laughs> that's obviously something. John Smith, uh, he he definitely was was not pleased with that call. Um, you could have at least faked and tried to like pull your other leg out so it kind of looked like you were doing something. I yeah. don't know. Carter yeah. Young just he just ate those kicks though. Oh, yeah, no you have deal. to. Yeah, He said, I'm yeah. working up. I'm not worried about it. Just kick me. Um, Carter Young actually had a really good weekend. Uh, you know, he's we've been someone – he's been someone's been on a radar for maybe, you know, making a jump, and he beat Kale Happel, and he beat Casey Swerdeski. Those are two two big wins for him. Yeah, he's Those... he's shown flashes for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love to see, uh, you know, him kind of evolve to an all-American threat type of guy. Um, cause he's, yeah. it, it'd be good for Oklahoma State. Just be good. Just be a good thing all around. So yeah, very good weekend for him. Um, tough weekend for Sudersky. I thought after that, John Smith got thrown out of the duel for a second when he just he just walked away. I think he just I don't well I don't know what he was doing. Maybe just going to cool down or probably. Um, but then he came back. Um, <laughs> man, if he got kicked out for that, you, you can't be kicking these. Uh, I mean, yeah, that would be a. For all the things I've seen on the sidelines, it he might, it would have had to have said something really bad to get ejected because they kind of let everything go. And then afterwards on his radio show, I saw yesterday he kind of I think we talked about it on Monday, but he said 
16 points are dumb. Start fining coaches. Fining or kicking Fining coaches for what? Instead of taking a team point, so if they're unsportsmanlike or whatever, loss of Mac control or whatever. But my, so is the fine thing, coming out of their salary or is it coming from the athletic department? Because if it's coming from the athletic department, they might not care all that much. True. Yeah, I think it, dude, if yeah. you get, no, it's all part of the game. You shouldn't get fined for, oh, wow, I stood on the mat, which meanwhile, every other coach gets to stand on the mat. But if you're the wrong coach at the wrong time, you can't stand on the mat or whatever. Yes. Like, man, I mean, really... what about something like this, guys? I, I never thought about, I've never really th- given this a whole lot of thought. What about would it? What about like choice? Like you know, when you're injured, then the other guy gets choice when you take injury time. What about something like that? We like what about, about it? I hate you know. I what hate about it. if a coach it, and they got to use it any any other point in the duel? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's they like punching individual athletes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I don't. I just just do the card system. Warn them and kick them out, and that's it. Yes. Um, okay. That would be fine for me. You shouldn't impact. That would actually be the worst for coaches because a lot of those coaches, and you actually brought this up on Monday, Christian. They they want to control everything. So if they don't have the control and they have to, no, you have to go to the back and you can't be here. That's going to be like the ultimate punishment for them because they're so used to being in charge. I could see a coach coming out and like uh, they go to the back and they come out and like the the team warm ups and stuff. Bobby Valentine, the the, the old mess manager, Bobby Valentine, Mm -hmm. putting on the you know the mustache and the glasses, (laughs) sneaking back in. I love it. Yeah, um, that would be probably the best result. Yeah, that'd be the best result. And okay. honestly, start doing it more often because then these coaches might behave themselves more, and then the rest would be called afraid to call stalling more often, and then we're golden. It's great. It's best for the sport. Coaches, we're gonna start kicking you out because it's what's best for the sport. Sorry, <laughs> and deal with it. Uh, honestly, sport. Caleb <laughs> Caleb Piles, uh, he watches YouTube compilations all the time. It's it it varies, but he goes on these streaks where he just watches. MLB like ejection compilation videos on YouTube. He loves it. It is for kind of entertaining to watch because right, you yes. get ejected. And then after sometimes you get ejected, the coaches lose their mind, Christian, when that happens. Yeah, post ejection is when you really lay into them. And now you don't see that anymore. You know, you don't see. I mean, I'm a Braves fan. Bobby Cox can oh, kick yeah. down more than any other manager in baseball history. You go back to like the early 80s with Earl Weaver, the Orioles. I mean, some great Lou Pinella. Lou Pinella. Sweet Lou. Sweet Lou was, oh, gosh, throwing bases. And that stuff is so, like, bring it back. Like, let, I mean, seriously. like this. this I want to see grown men throw a fit yeah, like a baby. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That and when the bench is clear are the two uh, most entertaining parts oh, of baseball. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, that stuff is. Oh, just, my goodness. It's great. Um, All right. Hey, how about 149? Um this Oklahoma kid, I watched his two matches versus Colin and then versus Panera. I'm like, wow, he's kind of got some skills. I never really watched him before. John Wiley, right? Then yeah. I looked at his wrestle stat. He's not that good, though. Yeah, so, we talked about maybe this on Monday show. Figuring it out? Yeah. I don't know. Put, putting it together a little bit is, is John Wiley. Uh, so I had a question here from, from Aaron McCullough about Iowa State. He said they may be regret, regressing at 41-49. With that, they're... Um, and their third, fourth street guy at 125. Are they becoming long shots to make the podium as a team come March? Dual wins are one thing, but can they take the next big step come Big 12s and NCAAs? I think what you're seeing this year in, in college wrestling, there's a lot of teams, a lot of yes. flawed, flawed teams that have a shot at the podium. Oh, speaking and, of that, he's number two now? <laughs> M-I-Z? 
Z-O-U. Let's go. <laughs> and honestly, they are uh, one of the more complete teams in, in college wrestling uh, with the fewest got for a couple for sure things and then a bunch of, you know, that's a big one. Yeah, I mean, you, you figure and you feel good about Missouri because they have Keegan, right? You've got this anchor at yeah. 125, whereas like a team like Nebraska, Peyton Rob's awesome and killing it, but we could reasonably see him fall off and, and lose to one of these 57 guys. At least that's that's kind of the, the prevailing thought. Rocky Elam, he looks like a, a surefire title contender right now. But he's he, won. He, he, I mean, I, he's wrestled, what, 10 times? I know he's wrestled in the past week or two. I feel what like were you he's like say a, there? Cause well, I'm he's trying. He's taking third and fourth, right? Or fourth and fifth. He's placed high, yeah. What I was going to say is – uh, Rocky is someone, yeah, he's ranked number one, but I kind of view him similarly to like a Peyton Rob. Could win for sure, but could see him third, fourth, fifth, sixth and not be like mind blown. It's kind of your Keegan point. 165 is pretty deep. Wouldn't be incredibly shocking just, to see Keegan guys, get third. I was third, just going to say that, JD. Let me Come throw on. this guy's patch. Losing the Peyton semis. Rob. Keegan O'Toole third or fourth? No. Losing the semis? That is not that uh, That is not that crazy. Yeah, no I, offense, man. I, I'm, I'm not predicting it, but. I agree right. with JD. And I love Keegan O'Toole, but I think I think Peyton. Like, here's a question: more more likely to win Peyton Rob or Keegan O'Toole? I, I might go Peyton Rob. You're on drugs. No, and, 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 but it's Stop. based on what JD just said. It, it's based on what JD just said. You don't have a bunch of national champs at one. Who's he going to see in the semis? First of all, you asked Tom Ryan. He should have lost it'll last be, year in the semis. Good. No, no, no. First um, of all, guys, we're talking about someone with one loss in their college career versus someone with 26 losses in their college career, including 10 last year. I just don't. I, I guess my point no. is this. To dismiss Peyton Rob. To dismiss no, no, that's not Rob. your point. You you guys picked Peyton Rob to be more likely no, no, no. to make don't the finals than Keegan no, O'Toole. That's what just you guys. No, I did you not. Had, it was you and no. Spartano. No, because you guys just He hit the like button on that tweet. No, I'm with JD. What they did is here's the point. What JD and I are I'm saying is, that, that <laughs> yeah, JD, he's speaking for you now. And <laughs> it's not like yeah, Peyton Rob is uh, and Keegan O'Toole. That's an automatic. Like 165 is not an automatic for anybody. No way. Um, Peyton Rob's had he's had, this is his fifth shot at it, and yes, he's having his best year. But I mean, guys, he's 19 and 10, 11 and 7, 20 and 6. The last three years. He doesn't years. have three or four national champs but, in a weight class, Ben. You, okay, whatever, guys. Whatever. Well, Ben, well, are you one, telling well, me Well, hold on, Shane. Hold on, Shane. One of the – Hey, Shane. One of the national champions is him, okay? So that one doesn't yeah. count. The other one just lost to, to Caliendo of North Dakota State. Okay, it's it's two guys right now that I think can win it. Um, the, the, He is more likely to win than, than Peyton Robb. I, I think that's – I know the weights are not as good, but I agree. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Um, Do you think that his Keegan O'Toole's path to a national title is "quote unquote" easier than Peyton Robs? It no, is. Isn't Keegan O'Toole's a lot better than yeah, than yeah. Robs? It is because his skills are so so good. Um, it it is for that reason he doesn't. Yeah, have the he vulner- lost ten matches last year. Peyton Rob lost ten matches last year. I get it. I get it. I just my only guys. You're, I'm, I'm not. All I'm simply saying is, to me, it's not an automatic like. Yeah, Keegan O'Toole wins at sixty-five, and Peyton Rob anything can happen. Like I'm not, they're, I'm they're not saying really that. Good. I'm not saying it's automatic. Uh, I'm not saying it's okay, automatic. That's what I thought at all. There you guys would say. There is a chance that Keegan sure. O'Toole loses a match at NCAs. It is a 
he has a much higher probability to make the finals than I mean, probably everyone but about three or four guys. Yes. In the NCAA. And we've talked about the lack of depth at one fifty seven, but you still got Peyton Rob could see Bryce Andonian in the yes. semis. Yeah. Somebody like that. You know, he could see Willow Wan, Kendall Coleman. Wouldn't I be- mean Ed Scott pushed Peyton Rob to the brink. Ed Scott's got some L's this year. And that was this year. That's not last year. Mm -hmm. Um, That was at Pendum last year. Cliff Keen Las Vegas. (laughs) Pendum. Sort of Pendum. Um, That was was a very, very competitive match. And Peyton Robbins could start seeing those matches. Levi Haynes going to be lurking in there. Round two, Peyton Rob could see a. you know, a Brayton or a Caden G feller yeah. type, type he won of guy. Two zero over Brayton Lee and Trevor Chumbly. <laughs> Quarters so, I mean, right now, like... he'd probably get someone like Will Luan, Kendall Coleman, uh, semis, Humphreys, Andonian, finals. You know, it's it's going to be a tough, yes. tough path for him. And he's got, he still has the remainder of his season. He is unquestionably having the best year of anyone at 157. And 165 sure. is without a doubt a tougher weight class than 157. But Keegan, I think, is a little. Yeah. I, I, I agree Keegan with transcends. that. I just, I just, you guys just triggered something where I thought I was like, oh, we just give it to him. It's like, man. So, no, I. I'm not I, just a, I think Keegan Rob is, is rest, obviously wrestling really well. We'll see how it shakes out. It, it's hey, Keegan, I got it's Keegan or Carr. I, okay. I got a thought for you guys here. Does Jesse Mendez have a chance for Roman Bravo Young this weekend? So, the, um, it's interesting <laughs> because Ragason. Um, wrestled Roman pretty took tough, down. took him down. <laughs> Mendez beat Ragason. So you could say, hey, I think it's – I'll say this. It's going to be competitive. It's going to be more competitive than Roman's last match. Um, I don't know if he can take him down. I don't think – I don't think Roman is going to overlook Jesse Mendez and say, hey, yeah, this, this is a freshman. I think he knows he's going into a, a pretty challenging match here and will prepare accordingly, as he always does. Um. I just have a hard time seeing how he's going to take him down because Ragason, I believe, um, how did he get the takedown? It wasn't off a it was a, it leg was attack, a, kind of like a was, throw by or was, go behind. It was a no, wasn't a limp, and he caught out. He caught the limp. Wasn't that what happened? I don't remember. Uh, we'll have to go. Back I believe. And watch. It, I believe RBY tried uh, limping out, and he caught it and, and scored off of that. Was what I think happened. So maybe he did take him down off a leg attack. I think that's going to be the challenge. That's where I have a harder time visualizing Jesse getting in on a leg and finishing on Roman. Um, and oh, you, you're going to have to take him down because you're not going to ride him. And that's not even counting the... Um, take him down a couple times. Yeah, he may... <clears throat> yeah, one takedown isn't going to do it. Well, the the best path is probably... He's you got to go... Third. It's got to be one one third uh third third period and you, you, well, you sneak are you really late. choosing down if you're jesse i think it's one zero i think you choose neutral and then you let roman get his escape and then win, get a takedown at the end is probably how he would do it because i don't know if he's getting off bottom guys yeah so ragus encounters it's a it's a single from um from roman wizard from yeah. ragus and he just kind of pulls the arm out and runs behind dish yeah. sort of it's a close. It's close if it's two. So that's not a, a counter takedown. Is is probably not, Jesse's a great leg attacker. So yeah, it's getting, he is fun to watch. Jesse Mendez is he's, he's that's 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 fun to watch. I mean that 
that takedown he got on Foley to get bone, you know, to get the major with three seconds left. Man, he's a beast. He's a he beast. Uh, Avery. Oh, also the the one guy that's keeping it. Not to bring it back to fifty seven, and then we can get back to thirty three. But why are we going back to fifty seven? Because we, no one is talking about Austin O'Connor enough, and I think. Yeah, why not? He might be my. I think he just he hasn't done any of the major tournaments yet. Um, he took basically the first half the season. He took off. he missed some time. Let's see, but he's so been he's killing people. Best win is yeah, that's why. Oof. But Art the Alonso. thing is, the thing is, when you say best win, it's like okay, best win for Levi Haynes is different than Austin O'Connor because Austin O'Connor is an NCAA champion. He's done it right. We know he can go with the best guys. Yes. Um, Austin O'Connor, number five in the hot rankings that just came out. Yeah. V- yeah right Christian. Forgot he got a 91% bonus rate. 91% but there's bonus. zero good people on that I list. know, but th- shouldn't you be bonusing people that are not highly ranked? You should. Yes, but you that's should. what I it mean, should look like. With a hot trophy, you should also have to beat some good guys, but I guess. Who's the best guy in the ACC at 157? Oh. Ray Oh, Oh, that's going to be fun. We're going to have some fun here. We're going to have some fun. So we'll see okay. after ACC's where he, where he stacks up. Um. Back to thirty-three. I mean, I I don't know. What, I don't have any, I don't have anything else to say other than, um, I think it's a long shot. And here's the thing with Penn State, and I kind of sort of made this point or talked around it. It's like the every single duel we talk about. Well, there's a path. There's a way. Here's how the team can do it. It's these five matches, or whatever. But they're just the the path actually isn't there. You, yeah, they, they it, it looks like it's Penn there. State no, for it's Ohio a, State, no, they're a, losing. It, Come on, it's an optical illusion. How is it any more or less realistic than than even uh, they ha- they have winnable matches there as well, right? Um, let's see. We're we talking about Ohio State. So Ohio State's going to win. Twenty five, twenty nine. They're going to win twenty five. Thirty three is highly unlikely. Yes, forty one probably not. I mean, Demilio uh, has literally never lost to Bill Bartlett. That is kind of mind blowing. I don't know he's how like, that works. He's like something in oh, it's it's a lot. In freestyle high school and freestyle. How does that happen? Well, I mean, Dylan Dylan D'Amelio is not. I don't know matchup. It's a he's weird not matchup. Not having a great thing. year, guys. I mean, he's, he's having a rough year. All right, now let me look this up. He uh, he's struggling. Forty okay, nine. They should win hurt. that one. Fifty seven. They're unlikely. Sixty five. That'd be a good sure. match at fifty seven though. I think fifty seven. No, no. Fifty seven was crazy close last year. I think uh, Patty was winning late, and Levi got a takedown off a high crotch at the Edinburgh Open, and won. So it was close. Did he turn him late? No, it was just a. Okay. Uh, well, I don't think so. Um, he definitely took him down super late in the match. Um. Man, I, what if Demilio beat Demilio has not been having a, a great year. A lot six losses, no no real good wins here. Yeah. Man, what if he beats Bo Bartlett? Yeah, so he's lost this year to. I mean, he started out in the top ten preseason rankings. Mm-hmm. Now he's he got all the beat way twelve down. six by Phileas. He lost to Josh Coderhant from Navy. Kale Happel, Kale Happel, Joey Oliveri. This is not. Not he got hurt moment. at the Michigan State Open. Uh, Michigan State Cincinnati. Open, yes, and that just kind of set the tone. I don't know if it's lingering or what, but he has not been the same guy he was. I feel like the yeah. past two years. Yeah. So that that remains uh, a, a question, but you know, Demilio could do it. Um, 
Yeah, yeah that's the- wild. Um, so I mean, I don't. Do you think they have a chance at winning seventy four, eighty four, ninety seven, or heavyweight? Because I think the answer to that is no. I think that the, the no. chances of winning thirty three are I don't know, almost almost zero. Um, so that that's five. And yeah. then I think Penn State still has a chance at. 57-65. I mean, 41. 41. I guess they're the favorite, even though they never won, 57-65. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, Ohio State can make it competitive, but the sure. the reality is every single year for Penn State, there's, like, ways to make it competitive, but they just find a way to win these these matches. Um, and just anytime you hit 74, it's just it's just a gauntlet for any of these teams. Yes. Who has any success yeah. 74 up against Nobody. these guys? It's insane. They're national champions. Well, will, will Orndorff be back? Yeah, I believe so. That's, They'll definitely need him. They're going to need him just for bonus preservation. Yeah. Yep. Hogan um, Swenski might put the old lat drop on Kirk Vliet. That wouldn't Hogan be the worst Swenski. idea in the world. Would not be the worst idea. So that's it. I'm excited for that match, Ohio State. You're going. James Dean Raider will be on location. Oh, in really? Cavelli. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a fun fun place to watch wrestling. Have you done any duels there yet, Shane? Had to have, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great place. It's cool. It's yeah, cool. great place. Awesome okay. wrestling room. I mean, that whole facility is awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> I, hey, how excited are you for the Iowa new facility? When is that going to be popping? Yeah. When... When is that supposed to be done? Like another year? A little over like, a year? I feel like not maybe. next year, but the year after maybe? It just started construction at the beginning of this, like in September or October. Oh, okay. so yeah, that's that's going to be crazy. So, And I imagine it'll take a while to quite the facility. South Dakota State got a new one too. I haven't been been up there yet. Yeah. I'm sure nice it's looking. nice. It's nice looking? I, well, I, I mean, I've always saw pictures and video, but yes, it looks, yeah. looks very large. And they got some sun. I thought we talked about this. They got some sun coming in during the day. You need yeah, that. Good. You need that in Brookings. Mm-hmm. Let a little, little yeah. sun in. Okay. Want to get some, uh, want to get to some Oh, questions? my gosh. So Avery Gaming says D'Amelio is 8-0 against Bo. That's, uh, that that's true? decisive. 8-0? I think it is something like that. Between high school, men freestyle too. You're saying yeah, freestyle, yes. Last year. Yes. Dang, that's crazy. Yep. Kind of crazy. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Let's do some questions, guys. Dang, I mean, all of us. Yeah, it. that match could get interesting in a sec. If Ohio State can get off to a good start, when when those could get interesting. Yeah. They need. Uh, you know, it's like can Malik get a bonus point? Um, can they start to get a get a little momentum uh, there? Malik's got to have the. I bet he has one of the lowest bonus rates in the country. Let's look. Heinzel, man. He's uh, at twenty percent. That's pretty damn low. <laughs> He's got a tech against uh, Christian Tanafu. Tamaflu. Well, that's a Michigan guy. And then uh, Nick Babin, he majored, which you always nice. forget that Ben, Solid. and that's it. Those are the those are the bonus point wins. Nick Babbitt actually is ranked kind of high. He's number twenty three on WrestleStats. See, yeah, there we go. Beat Tristan Luhan three two, who um, Gary Steen just beat. So that's not the best. This is going to be a Oof. decision, almost certainly. Yeah, almost certainly. I think he beat Medley too, didn't he? Heinzelman. Yeah, he beat him four oh, three. No. 
He yeah. did. I wasn't going to bring it up. But it had to be brought <laughs> oh, up. Bring it up. All right. Next, uh, let's do some questions. questions. Give me, give me some, give me some tough ones today. I'm ready for some okay. tough ones. And from Andrew Spay, what's up with everyone talking about the NFL, even though the season ended a couple weeks ago? So Andrew Spay, he ends the uh, he ends the NFL season every time the Giants are eliminated, or he just loses interest in the Giants. So oh. in his mind, it's over. Sorry. Thoughts on Paris for Hodge? R.I.P. Tom Brady too. He's not so dead. Uh, he retired. Uh, Spencer would have to slip up for Paris to for get him. to Hodge, but Paris is very good. Yeah, Paris is good. I mean, do you think he's going to win the title, Ben? Uh, I think there's a relatively high chance of that. I mean, I'm giving, I'd be making the favorite heavyweight right now. Yeah, Mason Paris number two in Hodge rankings. Looks really good. Number two, he's got the second highest dominant score, although. Lear and probably Young have a higher bonus rate, but there's probably a lot of majors in there. I've been really impressed with Alirez this year. Yeah, Lear's All year, very he's good. killing people. He killed Carlson again. Or maybe I say again. I don't know if he's yeah. ever killed him Carlson's before. having uh, maybe not nearly as good of a year as he was. I mean, no. that's fine. No, nah, sometimes I say that, and then I go look at their wrestle stand, and I'm like, oh, I'm way off. <laughs> you are accurate in, no. in this position. Harrison Wyatt are on a, oh, yeah. a pinoff Whoa. right now. They both have 11 oh, yeah. pins. That dude's going to win the damn Hodge right there. <laughs> I mean, he already lost. You guys don't have him he... in the top 15. Jade, who do I got to fire? Who he lost. Jade to Mason. Rader. He lost to Mason. Put him in the ranking. <laughs> 12 to 5. Print How that, many pins JD? does he have? One of, Mason, one of Mason's few uh, non-bonus point victories. How many Put pins? him in there. Mason has 11 pins. How many for uh, 11? 11? Yeah, they're in a pinoff. Let's, see. let's wow. see. One, two, three, four, five. And then two tech falls. Six and two. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. He's got eleven pins and three tech falls. Put him in the damn rankings. Guys, let me throw this question past you real quick. You get three guys to be an all American just because you want to see him become an all American. Oh. You got I'll hmm. give you my three. Hendrickson at Air Force. Yeah. Sam Barber. Love to see them get an all American. I'd go with Bailey O'Reilly from Minnesota at 174. I would love it if he got on the stand. He, I would love to see that happen. I'd have to think about a third one. No, you don't. No, you Max don't. Murin. Oh, Three Murin. Max God. Murin. It's got to be guys, guys, you want to know what the crazy – guys, true story. What? Ten seconds ago, I knew my three. That's why I said three guys. And Murin was on my list, and I all of a sudden forget. Yeah, I'm getting old. But yeah, Max Murin. There's my three. Hendrickson. O'Reilly, Mirren. Who do you guys mm. got? Just three guys just love to see him for whatever reason make the stand. Peyton Mako. Okay. Peyton Mako. Josh Otto and Jack Gannos. <laughs> <laughs> who do I want to see on the podium? Weston Wickman. Who? Yeah, I don't know. I, I may have to table this. I really want to put some thought into this. Um, Noah Certain. Missouri guys and AWA guys, that's it. That's it. Um yeah, I don't know yet. I don't know. Clayton I would Whiting. Like, I, I the three time round of twelve type of dudes. You just want to see them just get get on the podium. I would like to see it for uh, for Max. I think that'd be that would be cool. I mean, to go to Andy Smith, uh, but it's only a matter of time, anyways. So, oh my god. Um, did he just get whooped by Nino? Yeah, Nino's yeah. Nino. Is really having a good year. Did we talk uh, guys, about I get, I get four. I get four guys. Jack no, Medley. No, you Medley down two. No, no. Rushmore. You have to kick someone off. Rushmore. All right, you just kicked Muren off. 
Mirren's, <laughs> Mirren's back in the round of 12, he, thanks to Shane. Mirren's getting on. No, Mirren's back on. in round of 12 because you didn't want him on there. No. <laughs> Putting this one on you. Um, I want to look at Nino's year. Um, I feel like he's been... He lost to... Uh, he has he had lost to someone kind of good. I'm he's undefeated. Nino's undefeated? Yeah, he beat he beat up Beard 10-4. He beat Bronagol. Nino's undefeated? Are you kidding me? 10-0. Mm-hmm. That was like the week. Loss. That was like the weekend or the weekend after he beat Dean. Yeah. That uh, before beat, swear. Or the weekend before Beard beat Dean. Yeah. And that's when we were like, ah, oh, this kind of because I remember going into that week, we're like, ah, oh, this match kind of lost a little bit of its luster because Beard just lost to Nino and then freaking Hmm. Oh, I could swear he had lost. He beat Jackson Smith 8-2. He beat Beard uh 10-4. He beat Bronco in overtime. He beat Batista. He beat the Goat Andy Smith 3-1. You, you guys only matches. have him at four, though. Hmm. Max yeah. Dean's got two losses, and you got kind of hating. He's got the common opponent win over yeah over Dean. Kind of feels like you're in the bag for Penn State here. Man, yeah. what's going on over there? Big Ten homers. Big Ten. <laughs> Listen, homers. you can Warner you can stand up 10. to to Kale. Just rank. He's not going to get mad if you rank um, you know ahead of him. I think that's kind of what I you mean, he lost to here. Ethan Laird. He lost to, Maxine lost to Ethan Laird and Michael Beard. This year has to matter. He has two losses. Gotta matter. It's gotta I met matter. Nino in Ann Arbor this past summer. He's a good good guy. He's a cool dude. Dad. I like Nino a lot too. Yeah, I had never really met him in, until we Nino goes to Nino goes to number two, guys. Yeah, we'll let's make the change right now. Kozak yeah, he, does, he just probably, like that. Based on that, he probably should be. Kozak doesn't have power, so you gotta do it. You got to do it on the, on the air. Do the right thing, J.D. Do, do the, the right thing. <laughs> Who's Pittsburgh got left? Oh, guys, big match this weekend. Trumbull? Nope. Nino and Younger. Ooh. Oh. Nice. Uh, hasn't Trumbull had Nino's number? That was one of the guys he keeps losing to, right? Yeah, he did beat him. I feel um, like he can't beat him. He's a beast, no, too. I'm pretty sure he has. Uh, Trumbull. Let's see. He's beaten him. Oh, he beat, he beat him. him at ACCs. He beat him last time. But he lost wrestled. to him at the dual meet last year. Yeah, he couldn't get off and... bottom. And then he beat him. Yes. That was like Trumbull's breakout. He beat. He threw him to yes. his back, I think. Like over under body lock. And uh, that's where we're and like. Trumbull beat him 2021 season as well. That's the that's the coming out party. Because we Nick yes. Renan's like, oh, I'm coming back. And then Isaac Trumbull beats Nino Bonacorsi. He's like, oh, Nick Renan's yes. not even going to start. Um. So yeah, yeah put, I think you need to put a little more respect on, on Nino's name. That's all I can say. I agree. We'll see. Maybe after this weekend. Oh, we'll see. What else you got to do? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll see. We'll see. Got to beat Yonder. Nino's a tough out. <laughs> if he wins NCAAs, we'll I mean, move him to number two. It would have helped if he would have made the podium last year in NCAAs. Okay. Well, and there should be a special flow show. The you know the week after NCAs if he wins it an official show moving him to number two yeah I agree yeah I mean yeah it would have helped but you know what that's why this year is this year and last year was last year and and he has one win over Michael Beard who he's right above this year but Michael Beard has beaten Max Dean Max Dean has lost to Ethan Laird and Michael Beard that is enough to fall out of the number two spot I would agree. Yeah, that this one's really not even. This Hello. one's really not even hard this to decide. I mean, you should be right number two. It's looking at wins. It's tough. 
Well, wins and losses should be looked at equally. Yeah. If you have I a good agree. win, that should be that's a thing. If you have bad losses, that's also a thing. And those are the two contributing factors in a ranking. And you can't be like, no, just who you beat because that's if, if you took both those guys and didn't have a name on them and just looked at everything, it it it'd be pretty easy. Yeah. 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 We'll see. Would. I don't know what I don't know what Keith Gavin did I to mean, JD Raider. You can't, you can't just ignore last year either, though. Um, at this point, yeah. You, yeah, it's, a long time ago. It's it's uh it's largely in the rear view. So at what point would he have gone up to number one or two? Um, I think when Dean lost twice. At the point yeah. where he beat Michael Beard, probably at that day, when Beard lost had the or Dean had the weekend where he lost to Laird and Beard, he should go, he should have dropped more than a spot. Yeah, I would agree. That's got and then you and then you climb back up, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that would be equitable. I, I think. Yeah, we're a little too hanging on to the NCAA last year. I know that's like, a, it's good, but, you know, it's not like Nino doesn't have NCAA accolades either. He's an NCAA finalist, right? I know he didn't do it last year, but if we're looking back a, one year, we can look back too. Why not? All right, moving mm-hmm. on. Um, there's a lot of rules ideas. Any significance to Pat Glory wrestling 133 again? Asks Mike Jarman yeah, 119. For real. What's he doing? I don't know, man. This is a mess. I don't think that is there significance? I don't think so. I think and, and Coach Ayers sort, sort of said like, hey, yeah, he may weigh in at a low 33 to keep his certification and blah blah. Um, I I think he's still going 125, but at this point. I, you can't rule anything out. But I think he said to our own J.D. Raider, he's staying. He, did. he will be 125 for postseason NCAs. Done deal. That's the plan. So I think any of the high weigh-ins um, are not evidence. That it's just for the extra two or three pounds. Just those extra two or three pounds. They go a long way. Yeah, so I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Weird. Uh, this is a good question, uh, and I wanted time for this one. I know there are several Penn State wrestlers with, quote, better credentials, but do you think Taylor is the best wrestler in the Kale era? In in some ways, they have better credentials. Um, but Why do they have he's also, more national titles, or what, what, why yeah, do they have better credentials? Yeah, that. I mean, he has two. A lot of them have three. That's uh, a pretty like simplistic notion of what credentials very are. Very simplistic. Uh, well, that's why he put it in quotations. Um but I mean, to be fair, Zane Rutherford had three undefeated seasons. That's pretty. That's significant, yeah. right? And are we, so obviously, the question: Are we limiting it to folk style credentials exclusively? Yeah. And I then think, when you say yeah. best, are you are we talking about the pinnacle of their their skill set, or you know what are we doing here? I well, I don't know. I mean, I think that's why the. I mean that that's why the question exists, right? That's in, they wanted to hear our our position. I think that he is the best wrestler um, Kale's ever had, and so at at the pinnacle, at the pinnacle. I mean, at height of his powers, he was he was fantastic. Now, Kyle Dake was better. Kyle Dake is one of the greatest of all time. But yeah, well, I think it's a couple things. One, he got it rolling. Him, what him and Ed and Quentin did, but but he was really. 
he was driving a lot of that um, for those four years. And then to go beyond and then to, to add world and Olympic accolades beyond that, I think he is the face of the program that Penn State would, would put forth. And I think he is probably the best wrestler. I think there's a lot of arguments you could make for during their time as a Penn State wrestler. Was Zane maybe more dominant? Yeah. Um, but Zane never had the uh, quite the opposition um, of Dave, you know, to, to put those blemishes on his record, obviously, mm-hmm. where I think you could argue that, um, you know, when David had the, the seasons without that level of opponent, he just mauled everyone. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, so, and you can't ignore what he's done after college. It's just you can try to, you just can't. I mean, when you, when you think about Cale Sanderson at Penn State, at least for me, the first guy that comes to mind is is David. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just impact, but also, I think if you look at his accolades, they're they're pretty tough to. I'd, I'd go nickel nickel for me too. Bo would be number two for me. Hmm. Really? Uh, well, yeah. Not, like, can we not do this debate? Because we've done this debate so many times. <laughs> we have? Over who's the best Penn State wrestler? Yes. We did this multiple times. Okay. Basically got us through the uh, second half of 2020. <laughs> Basically got us through Corona. <laughs> um, did Ben ever hit a freshman wall during his redshirt season? If so, That's what's a great like? question. No. I mean, uh, I did hit a wall because I started out terrible. So there was not like I was on fire and then I hit a wall. You started with the wall. You began with the wall. I I started, (laughs) I was just climbing the wall from the beginning. And then I, and then at some point I did get over the wall, but yeah, there was no, like, it wasn't like I ran, ran a mile to hit a wall. It was just like the the wall was there. I was getting my ass kicked every day by guys in the room. So how how did you deal with that, Ben? Like looking back on it now, Uh, what did you, what did you do? I just kept showing up, got frustrated sometimes. Uh, got more mature, dedicated to strength and conditioning, and created the funk. Um, yeah. So, so just so, yeah, create something I mean, if you're struggling, guys. Just invent. That's. A, I mean, honestly, well, besides like creating something out of scratch, you can also, um, just add to your own style based on what other people are doing, right? And that was kind of the start of scrambling. Was like pulling pieces from other people. That was definitely the start. You know, um. Got far ankle from Mike Ironman, watched some other film, and just like started pulling pieces from people. What was your low point, Ben? Low point? Low point. I mean, I lost I lost 10 matches in like six weeks. So from like the beginning of November to Midlands, I went one and two at Midlands. Um, so between the beginning of November and Midlands, I lost 10 matches. And Until then... you've been tie point. It was this what? picture Richard sent. Yeah, oh, yeah. It wasn't my freshman year, though. <laughs> I know. I'm saying this <laughs> was, was your high point. Year. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, that, was, that was a good year. <laughs> Has there ever been a college wrestler with hair that immaculate? I think the answer is no. <laughs> How long did it take to get it like that? I didn't cut my hair for know, eighteen months or two years or something like that. Wow, long time. How that how is, how puffy could is. you get it right now? What? How puffy could it be right now? Not very. It's not very. I hate having it long now. It's just like just yeah. One more time. So one more work. time for the for the. For I, will not, I will not do it one more time. Yeah, you would. If you lost a bet, you would do it. Refuse. Afro bet. You afro won't do bet? an afro bet. <laughs> what if we got to exchange your tasing for an afro bet? I th- <laughs> I think the people would appreciate that. Uh, no. Your kids would love it. I might what take if- the tasing. I might take it. What if I said, okay, here's here's the deal. 
The tasting only lasts like, you know, 30 seconds. Yeah, that afro that. lasts in a year, year and a half to grow yeah. it out. Here's, yeah. what, here's what my ask would be. Six months from now, no cutting. One good puff on radio in a picture. One good pick. You really got to pick it up. Boom. Oh, my gosh. Would you consider it? Uh, uh, I'll think about it. All right. Ben, He's did considering you it. Amy, did you meet Amy with that hair? Uh, probably wasn't quite that long. It was pretty long at that point, though, yes. When I met her. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. From El Fibre. JP, Christian, will you be in Columbus on Friday? If so, too, will you have a cup this time for the beer I'm getting at Cavelli? Uh, this must be the person who got me a beer last time at Cavelli. <laughs> I did not drink that beer. I gave it actually to, to a, a great man, Jesse Mendez's dad, Hector. But I know this guy would probably uh, gladly drink a nice beer uh, before. I enjoy one from, from time to time. He's from Iowa. Uh, he won't have a cup. He'll just drink it straight out the, <laughs> straight out the can, like, a, like a <laughs> right out of the tap. Yeah, um, but thank you. It was nice meeting you. People were very nice at Ohio State. Um, oh, oh, where's another? The duck. Oh my goodness. There's a lot. I like them though. There's a lot of good ones I've seen. Yeah. A lot of talk about growing the interest in wrestling circles around rules and format changes to NCAA. How about youth wrestling? What challenges exist at the youth level that make it difficult to attract kids to wrestling, and how can we get better? Oh, my God. We got two minutes. This is like an hour-long question. <laughs> let's uh, maybe table that one. All right, we're tabling it because yeah, it's impossible it. to let's, let's even table it till after the season. This is, that's like an off-season topic where we can dedicate an entire show to it, don't you think? Okay. okay. I'll help this guy out. Where can he find Mental Mondays from Eric? It's on, I do it on the AWA Facebook page. That, that's the only place that I've – I do it. Uh, so all you do, all you gotta do is go there. I just did one yesterday on why kids have uh, lack of effort. It was kind of a follow up from last week. Gave my my ideas on that. Uh, I have them right here. If you want to hear them, you can go listen to the full thing. But number one, kids don't actually believe in themselves that they can do it. Number two, uh, they actually don't know what hard work is. Like they don't know how to r- ramp up the intensity level. So you got to show them. Kids don't like it. They don't want to do it. Their parents are forcing them to do it, which that's a discussion they need to have with their parents, not your job. And the number four, sometimes doing the easier thing is just easier than doing the hard thing. And uh, we all know that in life because there's probably something in the last couple of days that you guys could have done that was harder and maybe would have made your lives better and you chose not to do it for whatever reason, probably because it was hard. Amen. So those would be the four reasons. I And I go. I do love those mental Mondays. I mean, those are awesome. Thanks. I love them. Yeah, Ben yeah. does a great job with those things. So don't actually, don't the swear thing on them. Ben... I want to show them to my son, but you always—why do you always have to swear? You, can, you don't have to swear, <laughs> Christian. I, you know, actually, that—that's my wife's point. I shouldn't swear, but I don't say f words. It's like it's a damn or a shit or something like that. You, <laughs> the s word is your absolute favorite. You say it literally every show. Every great, show, great, uh, great word. It's <laughs> not necessary. Number one. Necessary. Number one. Listen, word. I'm challenging you. Get it to a broader audience. I want to show Caleb, but it's like, well, Ben's just gonna swear. Caleb's, Caleb's twelve. Like, you know what those middle school kids are saying? <laughs> For a time, I'm, 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 I don't want to wreck you. The middle school kids are saying some wild stuff. Boy. I know. Yeah. Caleb, listen, right. that's not not my kid. <laughs> He's a different, different sort. I of would cat. say this though. I mean, I like, I like those mental Mondays because I, like you just said, Ben. I mean, I, I literally apply those things. I don't have anybody that's a youth wrestler. I watch it for myself. Yeah, absolutely. So number one, we talked about in the beginning of the show with Rome Bob Young and the the angel concept that you had, Christian. But that's kind of like 
Um, you know, if you think about what a coach should do, it, mm-hmm. and I think what a, what the main point of what a coach should do is uh, get young athletes to believe in themselves um, and that they can do it. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Well, with that, all you angels, thank you for listening. A lot of coaches <laughs> listen to this show. You guys oh, baby. Can, you guys can be angels to these kids. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. Hopefully the weather's a little bit better. Took me about a half hour to get all the ice off my freaking car. If you don't have power, I hope you get it back. But none of you guys are probably, not many Texas listeners. Stay safe stay, in Texas. We'll stay safe. Shane, tell them how wimpy they are for their 40 degree weather where they get scared. Yeah. <laughs> wimpy power outages. All right, Ben. All right, Shane. Thanks Hold so much. I'm looking up there. It's 32 degrees. Barely even freezing. Barely Winer. freezing. It's going to be 72 degrees next week, you little babies. Ha ha. <laughs> Joke's on you. Wisconsin, Ben. Thanks, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Happy Wednesday. Bye. See ya.